Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. That makes me Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello. Man, <laughs> what a week. What a week. It's been an interesting week just on the world front. Um, yeah. It's just yeah. been... Well, in particular, well, I mean, you know, we, the queen died. Yes. Um, well, she died yeah. actually before we recorded last time. So yeah, yeah, but we were we weren't really thinking about politics or the worldview stuff because we had a guest on. Um, we usually don't do that, but um, yeah, the queen died. Prince Charles, or I'm sorry, King Charles, is a uh, angry man and got angry about like signing his name or something like that. Have you seen his hands? Yeah. Uh, I know yeah. he has a medical condition. I'm not making fun of him for it. No. But it's but disturbing he, as hell. Yeah, he's got sausage fingers. Yeah, it looks like he's got like some massive hypertension type issues that are causing his hands to be giant and purple. Well, uh, some people have conjectured that he has like liver disease or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's um, unfortunate. I, yeah. I'm not in any way, shape or form cracking jokes. I just was no. curious if you had seen yeah, it because I, it was shocking to me. I don't like the man. I don't like the the monarchy that he represents. Um, I think that they've subjugated people for a very long time. Yeah, it's um, a real catch twenty two on is. how to feel about the queen because on one hand, some of the shit she did prior to her time as the monarch was amazing. Her work mm-hmm. during World War Two mm-hmm. and stuff was just crazy. Like fucking you know novel worthy stuff but then the stuff after that and the shit that was going on while she was that age and her family and and for you know time before that throughout the um uh what the fuck house is that my brain just went blank of what house they they are no 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 no, no. house uh god i can't remember Uh, Uh, windsor Windsor, yeah. House of Windsor. You know, the shit that they've done in, in can, you know, in conjunction with the shit that's been going on in the monarchy since the beginning of recorded history, <laughs> you know, is just yeah. abysmal and abhorrent. Yeah, I, I I don't yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, on one hand, she was a human being and by many accounts a nice person, but on the other hand, what did her action or inaction allow to occur you know so you kind of have to i mean but you can take any figure no matter how honorable they appear and find negatives about them you know gandhi gandhi was sexually abusive um i did not know that yeah i've never never really looked into it yeah i'd have to i'd have to look it up but gandhi was like he had weird sexual proclivities and he was very demanding and i guess he was abusive uh, hmm. sexually as well uh, I'd have to read up on it to give you the exact information because I don't want to completely misrepresent the guy but he's well, not the same you just that, might have well I mean <laughs> I might have but I know it's something like that and it's not like a kink shaming thing there's an actual like toxic toxicity to it um, you know the point is that he's not the the, the fable that you, you've been sold same with like uh, Mother Teresa. You know, Mother Teresa was painted as this perfect person, but she believed that people deserve to be in poverty. You know, so it's religion bends minds and beliefs in a way yeah. that is unfucking uh, 
unbelievable that it's hard to understand why somebody would be like, yeah, that makes sense. But they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the things that they'll justify in the name of their religion. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, I, you know, today on Twitter, I saw someone had said, you can't be a Christian and a new ager. And I said, that's like saying you can't be a Star Trek fan and a Star Wars fan. <laughs> They're both fucking made up. So you know what? Yeah, you can believe both. Thanks. You know, it's funny that you should bring up the queen because I do have a story that's related to that. But even funnier to me is the Star Trek thing and Star Wars thing, because I happen to look into the lore of the Star Trek movies because of the newer ones. And I was arguing with my dad and that that the they were actually prequels to the original Star Trek movies. Wait, and uh, as it turns out, out, what are the prequels? The the more modern movies, the ones with Chris Pine and okay, and okay. Um, Zachary Quinto and stuff. And it turns out that I'm half right that they are younger versions of the William Shatner Leonard Nimoy characters, but mm-hmm. they're in an alternate timeline, right? So yeah. they aren't at the same time, right? Spock. It's had really to go- fucking weird. Well, Star Trek does that, but that was how they they knew that they had to make a version of Star Trek that was completely different universe while still paying homage to the source material. I mean, hey, at the, the end of the one way- movie, they like they look at a picture of the original Star Trek cast and yeah. I'm like, this is weird. What's the tie in here? And I had to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It was the only way that they could retcon things and start over without telling the same stories or telling the same stories differently by reinventing the universe. And that what they came up with was a much more um, like, I like those movies. I think that they come up with a much more dynamic universe. Like when you watch the next generation, a lot of the stuff about the Federation is just politics and intrigue yes but there's not a lot of like heavy action in in these movies there's like military action taking place you know i'm gonna ask you a very controversial question okay original series or the next generation that's that's like to me that's comparing apples and oranges the original series is 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 something of a how do I want to say this? It, 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 it sits outside of the rest of the genre because it's a founder of one, in the way of many of the tropes of that genre. Mm-hmm. It's an outlier. It's it's a, it's 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 lightning in a bottle. You know, it would have been amazing if Patrick Stewart had been on the original show. Oh, that then, would have then been. it would have been the greatest Star Trek ever. I actually agree with that. I, I think that James T. Kirk is an interesting character, and I like the original Star Trek. Um, I don't think it would work as well on today's audiences. I think people need no. a little more engagement, you know, and the original Star Trek sort of felt distant in a way. It's, well, no, that it's so fucking campy. It is very campy. It's distant, <laughs> you know, and it, it would get canceled in the first season, hands mm-hmm. down. Although the original Star Trek did get canceled after the first season, if I'm not mistaken, and Lucille Ball had to like, like, uh, well, didn't really fight. She basically told the producers and stuff that they were going to continue on with it. I don't know if you knew that or not. There was a Lucille Ball connection 
No, I didn't know that. To Star Trek. I just read about it the other day. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the other thing, well, yeah, and then when you're looking at the next generation, I think with the next generation, you've got more mature storylines and a lot of like return, like they keep returning to old premises and return and, and, and revisiting them. Uh, the inclusion of an artificial life form and constantly questioning his relevance as a, a sentient being. You know, there's this one episode in the first or second season of The Next Generation where Data has to justify his existence because of something that takes place. And I can't remember what it is. But there's <laughs> this there's this Federation guy who's got a hard on for him and he's trying to take him down. And Data has to defend himself and um and he manages to with the help of of picard um but it, you know it's like they really take these things into account like and then later data evolves like he becomes confident in a way that outsteps the bounds of his programming uh there's an episode and i don't know what season it is but you can look the clip up there's an episode where data uh, is in command and Worf is his second in command and he gives an order and Worf questions it and and he 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 says I've made the order move forward commander Worf can I see you in the quarters please and he goes into the the ready room and he goes the next time you intend to next time you question me in front of your in front of in front of my cast you know my my, my crew uh, I'll have you up on charges or something like that is like you can't you 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 are a tactical officer in the capacity of this ship but right now you're my second command when i make an order your job is to execute that order without question do you understand that he's like yes and i hope my impetuousness did not uh, affect our friendship <laughs> and he goes it did not you know <laughs> and it's like this it was like this sort of futuristic way of saying we're cool though, right? <laughs> I don't know if you know it or not, but the guy who played Worf, Michael Dorn, was on Chips. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a California Highway Patrol officer. No kidding. Yeah. Just you know, I'm full of interesting little factoids about this. Apparently tonight, at least yeah. I think they're interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think if the Next Generation had a little bit more action, uh, it probably would have tipped the scales in its favor. To me. But uh, just missing out on some of those, you know, fight scenes and shit like that. Mm -hmm. so. You gotta admit that the inclusion of the hollow deck really added a lot of interesting. It gave them an opportunity to fuck around. Truth, you know? like they're like, hey, we don't have any ideas, so let's bring Sherlock Holmes's arch enemy to light in the <laughs> and make him have his own identity and escape the hollow deck. <laughs> You know, uh, what I love about Star Trek, though, because, you know, like Star Wars, I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. Although it's gotten a bit long in the tooth for me over the years because there's so much of it. And it, it just after a while, you kind of get sick of the shit. But what I like about I can, Star I can Trek, dig that. Yeah. What I like about Star Trek is that it's so based in like concepts that might have some validity in science you know they're 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 taking shit tons of creative liberties of course but what they're talking about is you know something within the realms of probability someday 
And some of the stuff that they they talked about or came up with already exists, like you know the communicators. Um, we have managed to teleport single pieces of 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 matter across empty space. We've done it. We've also slowed down light. I mean, these are factual things that have taken place in the scientific community. Um, so, you know, if you can do those things, you can apply them to a shit ton of possible applications. And one of them might be like replication. Another could be teleportation. Or I'm I waiting for the food replicators. Yeah. Well, I can't so wait. All you, all you would need is something that can replicate, you know, just rebuild a texture or a, a mat, you know, rebuild matter on the fly. You know, it just basically yeah, you say it like it's easy. Well, <laughs> no, obviously not. But I mean, if you can teleport a, a molecule, then if you have a block of molecules or a block like a chain of them, you know, that just acts as like a a, a place to to grab the material, and then it grabs the material, it teleports it in, and it builds it into place, you know makes it into a hydrogen atom, makes it into a, a carbon atom, whatever. And then you have it. It's just a, a super, super sophisticated 3D printer that doesn't have a stylus. I think it to make it into a delicious cheeseburger atom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, what is, what is that on the periodic table of elements? Uh, CH for cheeseburger? Yes. yes. Yeah. And HM for hamburger. Yeah, I prefer the CH myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, just my preference i don't know yeah like star trek just has a lot of fun scientific what ifs where star wars is more of like it's a fantasy it's a fantasy story it's it's about wizards with light swords you know there's no science to that at all it's, and a force it's, yeah it's a force yeah it's literally like like Space Wizards with, with Religion. Uh, I was saying about Trisha Paytas. She is apparently an internet celebrity, YouTube celebrity, okay. uh, all around human train wreck, it appears, as most people who are, you know, celebrity through social media influencers uh, tend to be at some point in time or another. Trisha Paytas. How do I yes. spell her last name? P-A-Y-T-A-S. Basically, I tripped across her because she popped up on a Unilad thing on my Facebook uh, that says Trisha Paytas welcomes baby week after being forced to deny giving birth to Queen Elizabeth II. What? And I was like, uh, well, okay. Uh, Repeat I need that. to back this up and I need to see what this is all about. Apparently, no, you need to repeat that headline because what? Yeah, she welcomes a baby week after a week after being forced to deny giving birth to Queen Elizabeth II. She was pregnant and um, apparently she was giving birth directly after the queen died. And everybody was saying that it was the queen incarnate. Oh, like the fucking Dalai Lama, I guess. What the fuck? But just as I'm reading down through this article, it says, oh, there's all these adorable pictures of her and her baby daddy and the baby. You'll never guess what they named the baby. 
Queen Elizabeth II? No. Oh, dude, it's so bad. Uh, Malibu Barbie Paytas Hackman. You know, looking at that woman's picture, Malibu Barbie is almost what I would describe her as. So I kind of understand why she would think that way. But I just that's like borderline child abuse. You don't name your child Malibu Barbie. No, my, Malibu is kind of an interesting hipster name. Yeah, Malibu Barbie. Yeah, Malibu by itself wouldn't have been offensive. I would have still been like, eh, not a name I would have chosen. Right. But when you throw the Barbie in there with it, I mean, it really, really sets it off in a whole different direction. And my my second oldest uh, child uh, said exactly the same thing that you did. Like Malibu wasn't really that bad, but uh, the rest of it. And he kind of clued me into looking at some of the insanity that is this um this particular um lady and she is really something else she's one of those people that is basically a hanger on to things like just randomly where she has come out and said that she was bi she said that she was gay she said that she was trans because she finds gay men attractive and uh like all kinds of other things she misappropriates other people's identities as her own and then makes content like just seems to be a real piece of filth. So the whole Malibu Barbie thing wasn't really that out of line for her, but still, yeah, I mean, is abusive to your kid who's going to have to go through the rest of their life, you know, uh, well, obviously unless they change their name, uh, being known as Malibu Barbie and, I, I hope for the kid's sake that, you know, that she uh, looks, you know, somewhat the part because well, I mean, oh I don't God. know. That'd be terrible irony if she looked nothing like a Barbie. Yeah. She was like really homely or like average looking, which is not to say that someone who's homely or average looking is ugly, but, you know, nothing like a Barbie. <laughs> I swear yeah. the one video that I was looking at with her and it, uh, the the mother, she looked like she had a five o'clock shadow, which was weird to me because it was now, a video about her saying how she's trans and it looked almost like she had like dark on her, you know, like the Fred Flintstone going on. <laughs> you know, based just on what you've told me about this woman's co-opting of people's identities, just tells me that she's certifiable and therefore doesn't really like that's not a good thing that she's going to have a baby to raise. Like that's bad. That's yeah. That baby's going to be fucked up. Like seriously fucked up. And I mean, this is knowing full well that every parent fucks their kid up. It's just like a law, you know, you do because you're not perfect yourself. So your fuck ups become your kids fuck ups or the alternate become their fuck ups because they want to be different from you. And then they make their own mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, she um she's really she's really something else. I mean, I, I suggest if you have some time reading, I know she was on like Big Brother or one of those kind of shows, apparently. Of course I, she was. You know, but of course she was. I just uh I just I, I can't even I, I have somebody in my personal life that is very similar 
in the fact that they just glean off of everybody else. And like, mm-hmm. you know, my children, neither of my eldest children identify as uh, how, what the, as well, sorry, they both identify as non-binary. OK, and, I was going to say they're um, not they're not they don't fall into the normative categories. Yeah, is the, I was trying to think of the correct state. term. And uh, and like this person, like immediately was like, oh, you know, I'm non-binary, too. And I, you know, I'm lesbian or I'm trans now and everything like it just rolls on like that. And this reminded me of that person who I'm not going to name somewhat for for the sake of of argument not argument i'm not like gonna champion this person in any way shape or form but this reminds me a lot of people who say that they're bipolar or say that they're whatever oh i'm so ocd yeah oh yeah 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 exactly like they have their pencils aren't lined up they're like yeah. oh my god i'm so ocd it's like it's like yeah really How, uh, okay so you have been late for work because you had to walk through a doorway seven times yeah yeah exactly yeah. And you, you know had to or, wash your hand 28 times yeah you washed your hands so many times that your skin became raw and you bled uh yeah. is, is that is that oh no it's it's that you like to clean things okay yeah. i see yeah, yeah. You're okay neat. you're neat. <laughs> you're organized that's not ocd ocd is a fucking hell it's an intolerable hell and yeah, well, you know, like believe I'm, me, I'm, I'm aware. I'm I am. So, I am OCD. I know. I know. And I have I'm, been since I was, you know, for as long as I can remember. And I would never be like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, like you should get it. There's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should pick it up next time you're at the mental health store. Yeah, you know, you just uh, yeah. you go in there and you're like, hey, I need to obsessively count shit. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Or yeah. maybe maybe worrying about stuff that I have no control over obsessively. That would be also super great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I get uh that with a dose of anxiety, maybe some uh, panic disorder? You need that. Yeah, I gotta have some panic disorder with a little agoraphobia. That's fun. I'm gonna need the whole package. Could you just give me the maybe the sampler? I get a little oh, bit of everything. You, you know, want the you want the DSM four flight. <laughs> or is it five now? Are they on the five now? I don't know. I really don't know. All I know is that when someone says to me, I'm so, so bipolar because they they laughed after they were sad. I'm like, dude, you know what? Get back to me when you're literally incapable of discerning reality from 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 your own fiction in your head. Because yeah. that happened to me because I wasn't properly medicated and I was taking a lot of psychedelic drugs and I fucked myself over. And guess what? That happens to bipolar people. It happens to them all the time. Something pushes them over the heads. They have a slight edge. They have a psychotic episode and they start believing any goddamn stupid little idea that gets into their head, you know, and and there's no reasoning with a person like that. And I thought I was fucking Jesus. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, co-opting other people's pain and, and suffering and illness and everything is. Uh is ridiculous yeah and just just to you know what make yourself more interesting well what it does is it devalues the struggle and the tra- and the teaching and the learning oh, and the, yeah. you know the the growth that i've on, on, had to undergo you know like like i say yeah that i had a psychotic episode i did 
and it went on for a little while, but that was what, 10 years ago. And I've had one manic episode since then one and yeah, it was miserable and it fucked me up afterwards, but it, I never lost touch with reality. I was always combating that. And that's the thing about mania is that you, you're like, once you're aware of what it is that it's doing, you just have to constantly ignore that high because that's what it's like. You feel like a fucking God, like you can't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Like everything is just sent to you on from on high. Um, in ways, it's kind of like a religious ecstasy. You know, you think that you are preordained for success or something. Um, when you get like that, you just have to calm down and breathe you know, and, and try to center yourself because it's just brain chemistry. It's just your brain doing fucked up shit. Crazy how it works like that. It is. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. One little neuron fires differently. Different neurochemistry uh, balance gets in place and your brain does a whole different thing. It just, it sets off a whole different, almost a different personality, you know? Mm-hmm. When I think about that, and then I think about like um, people with uh, uh, what do they call it now? Uh, disassociative personality disorder. Mm-hmm. They used to call that multiple personality disorder, but they've renamed it now. Um, but if if you read on some of the literature, some of the research suggests that these alters, these personalities that sit in the place, have fully formed lives, and almost qualify as different people within the same mind which what ends up happening is some trauma causes us a a, a schism in the personality and two distinct personalities are formed and over time this continues to happen as trauma lays into trauma lays into trauma and what ends up happening is you've got like one alter is like the the runner, you know, if they're in danger, they just that's their job. They just run. Another one is the protector. Another one is like the the wild one that gets all the the you know the, the wild oats out, you know, and mm-hmm. then there's another that is sort of like this the main. And and like I don't know how much of this is fictionalized because at a certain point, obviously, I must confess ignorance to the research, but the idea there is that, you know, the brain is capable of hosting multiple personalities um, that are distinct, discrete from one another, that kind of hang out in the same brain space. And I find that fucking fascinating. Yeah, it is. You know, I, I mean, considering the fact that, you know, having had a psychotic episode, I can absolutely say that while I did never diverge to the point where I didn't know who I was, I definitely believed things differently than I do now. None of my belief was based on evidence. It was all based on feelings. That is why when I now, you know, when I say, hey, am I basing this on facts or am I basing this on some preconceived notion or some quote unquote intuition? Because, you know, intuition is valuable, but when you're manic, it's worthless. It's worthless mm-hmm. because you're, you're, you're intuiting the wrong things. 
<laughs> you're misinterpreting everything. For that matter, you're doing that with depression too. Yeah. Although I will say there is some truth to the fact that people who are depressed tend to see the world a little more realistically. I think. I mean, maybe not through rose-tinted glasses. Yeah, certainly not I, happy. It's certainly not a happy worldview. No. But, I mean, you're kind of looking at things at face value and going, oh, that does suck. Where someone who isn't depressed might gloss over that. Again, right. the, again I think the problem is, is mistaking your feelings for reality. You know, I think mm -hmm. that's the big mistake. You have to filter that through the logic part of your head. Otherwise, you end up making mistakes like going to church. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs>Interestingly enough, uh, I'm going to tie another thing that I have into the Queen Elizabeth and now Trisha Paytas thing. Uh, do you know what mukbang is? Oh, mukbanging is like um, where people like eat really grossly and they use like ASMR microphones to capture it. And there's yeah, like this it's guy, basically right? eating and fucking, you know, recording it. And and people like to watch that stuff. I never yeah. knew that's the, I, that was my that's my word of the week. I had no idea what mukbang was, dude, as a mice, as a guy who has like serious sound issues and filtration issues with sounds, I would die if I watched one of those fucking videos. <laughs> I've watched ASMR stuff, but never muk mukbang. Now, I, I don't know, like for me. Uh, I, I personally uh, dis am disgusted when I hear uh, people smacking their lips and fucking, you know, openly chewing with their mouth open and stuff. It just makes me uneasy. So I don't know that I would enjoy it. I have a tragic story to tell. And I hope this isn't part of what you were getting to coming into bringing up. But there is a YouTuber. His name is Nikado. Mm -hmm. He is um, a brilliant violinist. Let's start with that. Um, when he first got on YouTube, he was, I would guess, probably, let's just say if he's six feet tall, what he would have been around 185 pounds. Excellent condition, right? Mm -hmm. And just getting on and playing his violin. Well, somewhere along the line, he got into mukbang and found out that that got him a lot of views. This guy, fast forward by three or four years now, weighs around 400 pounds and posts videos of himself debasing himself, pouring himself out with food, eating like six cheeseburgers, a fucking pound of fries. I mean, just unbelievable, right? Mm. and 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 weeping through it the guy's on a cpap now he has major health problems yeah i would imagine um he's always posting like stuff about how you know oh he has to go to the hospital again and and this and that the guy's gonna die and he's doing it all for for views and for 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 you know whatever like whatever he's getting paid and i'm sure it's not unsubstantial but mm. it, 
he that is fame and money ain't gonna ain't gonna equal out to yeah once you have diabetes yeah, losing you your life yeah if once you have diabetes you can't just not have it anymore it doesn't work like that you can you can put it into remission but it never goes away you know hmm. literally your brain your body runs out of a certain type of cell and it, and it and once they're gone they're gone and there's nothing so yeah and it makes your body incapable of of uh dealing with sugar in the blood and then that sugar ends up uh basically causing um capillaries to explode mm -hmm. which causes neuropathy um which is why like people with diabetes tend to have failing vision and why their feet uh end up having to be removed is because they'll have no feeling in their feet and then they'll break your toe or something it'll get infected and the whole foot will die and they won't know until they've looked at it. Hmm. That makes sense. I've always wondered how that kind of shit happened. Why yeah. people would be like, oh, he lost his feet because of diabetes. And I was always yep. like, how? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's a it's a very treacherous disease. Um, I don't recommend getting it. I, I, I obviously we don't uh, here on story time. We don't recommend getting any diseases. No, no diseases. <laughs> unless, unless it's the luck disease from Red Dwarf. I, I would, I would, what was that? The luck virus. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I want a dose of the luck virus. Yeah. I think we could all do with some of that. So there, there's one that we will, do, uh, we'll you know endorse. what I would do? I would take it on voting day. Because <laughs> <laughs> surely that, that transfers towards now you know what hold on i don't think we need that luck i really don't uh if we're yes. gonna get into politics let's start with that the gop has and i mean they've always done this but their lies are becoming more and more desperate with every day and, and just so easily debunked with stuff yeah. too like they just come Super up with with the most ridiculous shit that i've ever seen and they make it easy for their opponents to go, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's not what happened. That doesn't even make sense. In it's fact, there's thousands of verifiable instances where that did not, in fact, happen. <laughs> I was amazed. I had just said the other day that, you know, I see tons because we live in Pennsylvania and anyone who pays attention to American politics knows right now the you know the, the the two big things that are happening in pennsylvania is the run the race between uh josh shapiro and doug mastriano mm -hmm. and what a piece of human trash Mo doug mastriano is yeah a uh, including the fact a confederate yeah. sympathizer yeah, among the, other things. he worked at the war college and they basically had a day where they could dress up as historical military figures right and he is the only fucking one who dressed up as a confederate right like yep. speaks volumes about the guy. Oh, he might yeah. as well have dressed up in blackface. Well, not to mention the fact that he has a zero tolerance policy, tolerance policy for uh, abortion of any kind and, and gay marriage and gay marriage. Um, and he wants to like make all these like, you know, rollbacks and stuff. And like he, he says that he'll, override any other election and shit like that yeah it'll like, it'll I'm, be up to him to decide who wins right the state's electoral college votes and everything it just it's it's amazing it's amazing because 
This is the party that wants a limited government. Right. Oh, the government's too involved in everything, except for the things that we want to be uh, heavily involved in, which is everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we don't want the government telling us what to do, uh, but it's OK if they tell you what to do. Listen, here's the thing. As a Democrat, I don't want a huge government either. I don't want that much government control. It's not the it's not the flex that you think it is if you're a, a GOP or even a conservative at all to say, well, we need lesser government. I agree with you. Here's the thing. It's not about necessarily the size of the government as much as it is the quality of the people who represent us. Yeah. I think you know? that uh Let's yeah. focus on that first, right? That for the number of uh representatives there are between Congress people and um and, and representatives in the na the national level and on the state level, it's absurd that no. that 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 we don't get the uh, that nobody really gets the um, uh, representation, mm. right? Really, I mean, it's like you know, I I, I don't want to get off on a tangent with this, but it just uh, it seems to me that politicians on and there's guilty on both sides of the aisle for this i'm not singling out anybody in that particular instance this is a very general broad sweeping statement but uh you know they make lots of promises and then when they get there i'll do whatever the fuck i want because that's what the special interest wants me to do and i'm getting my pockets lined right, right. so Right. Ultimately, yeah, there are very few, if any, politicians I trust. I don't know enough about Josh Shapiro to know whether he's really a good guy or just plays the role well. He could, by be all accounts, pocket. the work he's done has been right, but that does mostly honorable. I agree. I'm just saying that doesn't necessarily mean he's a good guy down deep. There's mm -hmm. one guy I think is for sure, and that is John Fetterman. There's another one that is also that I can verify, and that's uh, Bob Casey Jr. Okay. He's a very, like, uh, like very down-to-earth guy, uh, like drives himself around and his assistants around in his own vehicle. At least he did when I saw him, met him a few, well, a few years back, was probably 10, 15 years ago now, but um, just very down-to-earth, respectable. Every time that I've read something that he said or, or watched him speak, you know, no, no real rhetoric, just straightforward stuff. Kind of right. like Fetterman is right. Yeah. Fetterman Fetterman's like the everyman. And I, I love how Oz's campaign, uh, for those of you not in the know, uh, John Fetterman is running for the Democrat seat for, for the uh, uh, Senate race in Pennsylvania. And his opponent is renowned Quack, snake oil salesman, TV mm -hmm. doctor, former thoracic surgeon, and all around piece of shit, Dr. Mehet Ma Oz. This guy has, among other things, in the last couple of weeks said that it's okay to commit incest with second cousins and beyond because there's no medical problem with it. And then mm -hmm. went on to say, and I cannot believe that any of you would say <laughs> I this. I know what you're getting ready to say. He went on to say that his daughters do not want to have sex with him because they do not like the way he smells. Such a strange admission. 
given what? that there was no context no and well, also didn't say like oh i would never have sex with my daughter like i don't even know how this comes up well like i would never have sex with my daughters but you know here's if the, thing. the opportunity arose they wouldn't because of the way i smell what i believe <laughs> and i certainly won't make any kind of uh you know i won't be an apologist to him on any level because i think he's filled but what I think he might have been trying to articulate and failed to do so uh, was that human beings have pheromones and those pheromones naturally prevent sexual chemistry between a, a father and a daughter, for example, because there's, they, there can't be any sexual chemistry unless there's a severe mental illness. But the way he said it and the omission of certain words, like you said, his, you know, the way he said it says so much more than the, and the fact that he would bring it up at all. Like who asked? I feel who like it was, asked? I feel like it was definitely a, uh, a nod in the direction of Perry County. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, just kidding. I, if there's anybody listening from Perry County, I do not mean that. I don't mean it. <laughs> people from Juniata, Juniata County, on the other hand, <laughs> yeah. you get the people out around Pittsburgh and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Chester <laughs> County. What is it? No. What is it about the outlying counties around the big cities? Well, you know what James Carville once said was that. Phil or uh, Pennsylvania is Philadelphia on the east, Pittsburgh on the west, and Kentucky in the middle. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm sure that those comments rang true somewhere. And they were like, yeah, this guy gets it. It's okay for me to fuck my cousin. And I never understood why my daughters didn't want to sleep with me. Now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in just addition creepy. to that, what else did he do? He, he, uh, uh, he did. He participated in some kind of medical study involving puppies. Oh, this is stomach turning. And in it, uh, he inhumanely tortured these animals and kept them alive much longer than they did and went needed to be. And then when he did let them go, they died painfully in front of their litter mates and were disposed of in plastic garbage bags. Right. Yeah. And and this this person, this man wants to claim to be the moral superior. And, you know. Anyway, uh, he, he wants to be the claim to be the, the moral superior uh, when he's clearly a sociopath and a liar and a grifter. How much money did he pay? Ninety-five million in fines because uh, he 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 exploited his workers, and then he paid something like five million after being uh, sat in front of a congressional hearing because he was selling products with the with false claims, like uh, making products. false claims during COVID and owned stock yeah. in the company that was making the medication and the horse uh, yeah yeah and everything. I mean, it's. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I love to watch the commercials and just go, well, that's not true. Yeah, well, that's not true. Like, I actually I've taken to the point where I, I, I will either change the channel or mute TV now because it's become redundant that I, yeah. I sit there and do this every day. And you can't get away from the fucking commercials, unfortunately. 
No, I would pay. Listen, everybody in the world that hears this, I would pay for a fucking service that would allow me to not ever see another political ad for the rest of my life. I turn them off even when they're for someone I support. I don't. Uh, Yeah, I get tired of them. Do you know why? For the same reason, I don't put a political sign in front of my house. I don't need to spend all my time thinking about it. I spend a couple hours throughout the day on Twitter back and forth as I'm working on other stuff. It's a nice release and I like to read about politics. I get my news there. And I know that sounds weird that I get my news from Twitter, but the thing is stories break on Twitter almost instantly. And then you can go Google them and find a couple news sources and get some information. Yep. Yep. So it's as long as you're not basing it off whatever people's opinions are, it's okay to get your news from Twitter. It's just think of it as an aggregate without links. You have to do the homework. I think that's a good thing because then well, you're not just taking whatever link the aggregate is showing you. You're you're going to, uh, you know, for example, maybe not CNN anymore. Well, because <laughs> CNN's become Fox News Part Two. I know it's see it's Fox News Light. You know, yeah, and I'm, which I'm is concerned about MSNBC as well. To be quite honest. MSNBC, I think, has a tendency for me to go a little too far to the left at times. Yes. And I am. I am a Democrat. I am a leftist. I am a liberal. And but the thing is, I I don't want you to spoon feed me my own opinion. Right. Which is what it is, what you get from any network that you that you watch like that. So I want the news. Fucking not- read articles for yourself. Yeah. Do research. I, figure it out. You're a I, grown ass adult. I don't want your news. I want the news. I want an unbiased. You know where I go many times? I go to The Guardian, which, yeah. is, which is an English site. And the reason I go to The Guardian is not because they're somehow better because they're not American. It's more because they're a solid news reporting agency that doesn't seem to have a bias in American politics at all. They just deliver facts. And, and they sometimes it, there are some editorials, sure, but they don't sit there and say the evil Trump. And, and, and you know, even though that's patently true, they're mm-hmm. letting you as the reader have the intelligence to make that determination for yourself. Yeah. Whether you think that Trump is a good guy or a bad guy, as a as a news re- reader or a news recipient, you should be treated with enough intelligence and, and respect to be able to make that ma- up on your own and not be told by whoever. Yeah. And, and if, if you're accepting a force feeding spoon feeding of your opinion, you're no better than the people on the other side who I'll, believe, you know, the ridiculous wild claims that are made on yeah. things. Yeah. I, I'll say it, I've said it before many times, and I'll say it again. I believe in evidence. And the thing about evidence is that makes me so that it makes it that I am not immune to new information. And when new information becomes available, I may change my perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whether, I mean, I've changed my mind on things over the course of time. Right. As but new evidence becomes available. Right. Which is which is the only rational way. I'm sorry if anyone doesn't agree with this. You're fucking wrong. 
It's the only rational way to go through life. I don't think people that fit into that category typically are going to listen to us anyway. They haven't made it to this point in the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Son of a bitch. These guys are pretty fucking liberal. I don't like it. Yeah. I just I, realized that today. Yeah. Wow. I've been listening for 150 plus episodes. And I just realized <laughs> these guys lean a little to the left. Yeah. This isn't okay. I thought all other stuff was just parody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is no, this is uh, this is the step. You know what too this far. is? This is this is egregious. Is what this is. This is egregious. <laughs> I mean, God, their next they're gonna do is expect me to have empathy for people. And on the subject of empathy, let's move on to Darth DeSantis because that mother. Can I talk about something as a palate cleanser, just real quick? Sure. Before we get to DeSantis and Abbott, yes, which sounds like a fucking abysmal comedy duo DeSantis, um, Abbott, and Abbott. this is the time of year when hold on i want to finish my song can i finish no. my song yeah absolutely santis and abbott the santis and abbott one of them has a bad cocaine habit okay that's it I just <laughs> they might both <laughs> well they're all they all have some sort of adderall addiction don't they're they? completely devoid of emotions all they care about is money yeah um, this time of this time of year, uh, I, I got to say, I am a lover of of Little Debbie products uh, and they are in no way endorsing anything. Uh, I wish they would. I'd love to get some free Little Debbie's or some swag. I'd wear a Little Debbie shirt, but uh, they make brownies that are like unconventional kind of brownies. They're not they don't really taste like regular brownies, like homemade ones or anything, but there's something delicious about them. Are and this these is the, the time ones of year. Have the little star like things on them. Cosmic uh, brownies. Yeah. Cosmic brownies that come with candy. But now this time of year, you can get two other varieties, which are essentially the same exact brownie, but with different icing on the top. And one's a football and one's a pumpkin, oh. but there's no pumpkin flavoring. It's still the same brownie, but it has orange on top of it. It's just a great time of year because I get a little bit more variety in my little Debbie brownies when I buy them. I can still get cosmic brownies. I think you can still get them with walnuts on them, but you can either pick a football, which has like little white lines on it in icing, or you can get the pumpkin one, which has orange frosting on top of it. They're delicious. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. I want to talk about it because I got some today. I was excited. I was eating them before we came on here. I love how you just steamrolled over our inertia and making me start over. (laughs) You can talk about fucking snack cakes. Snack cakes are awesome. Okay. All right. So DeSantis. So, okay. We need to, we need to roll back a little bit because, because there's a precursor to this and the precursor to this is the thing that, Currently, all the GOP talking heads, the bait, the bought and sold fucking um, rage bait liars and grifters who are out there getting paid probably by Russian assets to post this shit every day. Right. Mm -hmm. So these people are are, are currently saying, well, you know, if. If they were in Florida, how'd they get there in the first place? You know, the Bud administration moved them there and they were illegal. Well, here's the who, who's they? Who's they? Right. Who is they? Right. And first, that's first. And second of all, they are legally processed asylum 
seekers. They are not illegal migrants. There is a huge difference. And your entire argument crumbles to dust as soon as that gets acknowledged. Well, in Florida, they could be illegal immigrants because they were brought here by the Trump organization to work at his properties. But is other that right? than that, you know, I wasn't aware of that fact. OK, no, I, I'm just I'm, I'm being a sarcastic bitch. OK, <laughs> throw well, that in there. OK, OK. I didn't know that. I thought you, were- you know, plus they have citrus fruit there. And we all know that migrants only care about farming. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Well, because they're not human and they don't have families yeah, or hearts yeah. or. And you can do whatever you want with them, basically. Right. I mean, that's yeah. that's the lesson we've learned this week. Oh, yeah. You can put all of them on a plane without due process or without or, warning to the destination, without warning to the destination, without IDs. Yeah. They don't have IDs. And they no food, no drink, no clothes. Just right. pack them in. Yeah, and dropped off at an unknown destination to them and left to it. Did that then, uh, DeSantis sent two plane loads to Martha's Vineyard? Yep. And the Martha's Vineyard people made him look like a giant dick because they were like, hey, yeah, you know, we we'll weren't expecting them, them, but we'll fucking take care of them just yeah, like we'll we said we food. would. Yeah, we'll fuck. bring them food and water and, 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 and give them medical care and everything yeah. else. Yeah. You know, which is which is, I don't know, the decent American thing to do. Fuck that. It's the human thing to do. I know. I just I like to say American because, you know, they have uh, them off because they always wrap themselves in the fucking flag. Yeah. 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 Wrap themselves in the flag. Talk about being patriots and all that kind of Uh stuff. But yeah. And then uh, Abbott from uh, Texas. I don't know how many plane loads. I don't know if it was two plane loads or only one. Sent them to basically the vice president's residence in Washington D.C. So like, here's how how big do your balls have to be? Yeah, to think that this is something you can do. You're you're essentially trafficking humans for a political. That's stunt. what I was about to say. I was about to say this is. This is human trafficking as a political stunt. Yeah. And there's no other way to put it. That's exactly what you're doing. You're you're dehumanized at at best. Let's say it's not trafficking. Let's say within the realm of the law doesn't quite fit into human trafficking. It still would violate a number of policies and laws. Mm -hmm. So regardless, if if it's not legally human trafficking, Morally, it is. Morally, it's the same goddamn thing. You're using people, innocent people who did nothing wrong, who are simply seeking a a political asylum and have gone through the proper channels to do so. You're just mistreating them horribly and dehumanizing them and making a political point out of them. You don't give a fuck about those people. No. You're just trying to demonstrate the Democrats don't. And guess what? We proved you wrong, asshole. Yeah, every time we will, too. I mean, that's just the way it is. I can tell you, honestly, if they dumped a bunch of immigrants here where I live, I would do everything in my power to help them also. Yeah. You know, so it's I mean, it's it's the it's the human thing to do. And it's the American thing to do. It is. But I think we can take solace in knowing the fact that things are starting to unravel for the GOP. You know, the fact that the now I know that things have not happened yet. No one's been indicted yet. But the fact that they're now subpoenaing people's shit, taking phones, (laughs) 
that tells me the DOJ knows they've got a case and they're making it fucking solid. They are just getting as much evidence as they can wah, wah, wah. so that when the indictments come down, there's nothing, nothing that they're going to be able to do. And I noticed that despite the fact that the GOP keeps saying that Donald said that the documents were de declassified and therefore they were, the lawyers have made no claim to that because they know they would be guilty of perjury if they did. Yeah. And and I, I this is a very basic fact. Um, there was nuclear documents uh, right. concern, con, you know, concerning um, nuclear. Um, uh, my brain just went blank. Nuclear systems and so forth in the United States uh, for weaponry and so forth. The president cannot declassify that. An ex-president cannot declassify that. The ex-president can't declassify shit. He doesn't have fucking security clearances anymore. Right. He's a nobody. He is an average citizen. Yeah. I, I tell you, I'm going to declassify some documents then. Why not? Yeah. Oh, wait, I mean, that's right. I can't because I'm nobody. Here, I'm going to declassify my ass so you can all look at it, motherfuckers. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's like... You got to get back into looking at your asshole and having your mind blown again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. I know yeah, you don't. I, I just wanted want to bring to it up about that again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, of course you did because you're obsessed with your own asshole and want other people to look at their ass. Hey, I'm not continuing this. Just I want to point that out. <laughs> I, I'm giving our newer listeners. I, I hit and run. Well, I'm giving new <laughs> listeners context. You never know when this is their first episode. It's true. And I want them and to understand that could, that. That could be the hook that brings them in. Yeah. Like this yeah. guy is right. Looking at your own asshole fucking mind-blowing yeah I, I like the way he thinks but uh yeah i um um totally forgot what i was gonna say my i just farted out there yeah we got sidetracked yeah thanks we thanks were, for sidetracking me asshole well we oh no like you've never <laughs> done that to me before i fucking started it yes you did <laughs> um well we were talking about the phones and i the think you were gonna talk about mike lindell I was going to talk. Isn't about it Mike. funny that Mike Lindell, Mr. Fucking Pillow and oh, God, um, sheets and Snuggies and fucking mattress pads and God knows what else he's making slippers, I guess, robes, you know, anything he could possibly sell and put that fucking my pillow name on. Mm -hmm. which is all garbage when walmart won't sell your shit it's junk bro i just want to know if i just want to know if they'll let him have a my pillow and pillow in jail he'd be like, biting my pillow in jail hopefully yeah oh yeah and he's a squealer you know he's a squealer i mean he, he'll be crying he, into that fucking pillow all the time well, he, maybe i don't know it's uh what could he possibly have you know, like it makes me it makes me wonder what could he have been entrusted with that that he had that they know, like this fucking, you know, it's ass kissing probably, nobody grifter. It's probably more about what his respondents say in response to his comments more than anything that he's got. They they trusted him enough, you know, and, you know. I just can't wait till he flips like a pancake. Oh, which he will. He will. He absolutely will. Most of these guys will. 
Uh, most of them will throw their fellows under the bus. Oh, yeah. Even even throwing Trump under the bus. Trump would throw his own oh, mother. No doubt. His about children. It. Anybody that if he thought he could get away with something, he fucking blame it on that man. They're all like that. Yeah, they're all like that. And if you're not. Wow. You are even dumber than they I, are. I have been. And I hope our listeners will will be able to help me with this. Um, I have been collecting good images to like image memes to respond to um image memes they sound like grandpa uh, send me <laughs> those your, jpeg memes send me those image memes uh but yeah these pictures of like different things to respond to uh people like leo terrell or like you know ben shapiro or one of those Warren bobert <laughs> any one of them yeah uh, when they when they extol well, Leo Terrell is I, among the most egregious in terms of just sucking Trump's dick. It is unreal. Every day, it's like we still stand with you, President Trump. It's like he doesn't know who you are, Leo. Even though there's a picture of you and him standing together, he doesn't remember you. Well, you know not only, I mean, even if you're giving him money, he still doesn't fucking know enough about you. I'm waiting for oh. Trump because his his big. His big thing is to always say, I didn't know that person, even though, yeah. you know, correspondence, pictures and all kinds of other stuff. I'm waiting for Trump to come out and say he doesn't know himself. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing is Leo Terrell is a black man. So Trump automatically doesn't like him. But true. True. He so, doesn't know him. He doesn't yeah. know any black people. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Um, but they all love him. Oh, of course, of course. Because he's done more for them than any other oh, person yeah, in the history of the world sure. has. And when you ask, for yeah. the, whenever you ask for like proof of that, they always post some like Truth Social esque website that is just a hundred percent manufactured bullshit disinformation. But uh, anyway, so I was saying I was collecting these images, and I've got uh, a few of them now. One is a picture of, of someone's lips coated in Cheeto dust. <laughs> and there's this big Cheeto that they're putting into their mouth. And so I like to post that a lot of times on Leo Terrell's. <laughs> the other it makes one, you wonder if he even sees it. I, that's, I, that's what makes me sad is that there's so much wasted effort involved in that. It's more about uh, letting other people enjoy it. I, I view it as I'm never going to be read by them because I don't have a blue star. It's a point of honor to be blocked by these people. I did get blocked by this uh, treasonous doctor. I can't remember her name. She was one I of think these. the only person that I've been blocked by politically uh, and also because he's a real piece of human filth was Kurt Schilling. The ex-Phillies pitcher who defrauded uh, Massachusetts tax bears like basically got a huge loan to start up a video game company and then tanked it almost fucking almost immediately and never paid the money back ah even though he was supposed to and uh then he has all kinds of opinions that are of course all right wing and he loves trump and he loves conservatives mm -hmm. and everything else talking about you know being fiscally responsible and stuff like that so i used to like just throw shit at him every now and again he actually did read what i sent him and blocked me <laughs> which was i mean he used to be a phillies pitcher and i'm embarrassed by that because he's a fucking huge piece of shit 
And like any time that I've been at the ballpark, he's been there. I boo him and everything. Uh, in fact, I think it's the point now he doesn't really show up for anything anymore. Not because of me. Um, I like to think I have a part in it, but I think, you know, his, his, uh, his eh, favorability has just dropped like a fucking rock. So yeah. fuck oh. him. Fuck you, Kirk. Schilling, if you hear this, fuck you. Oh, so yeah, I just remembered another picture I have. I've got one of Make America Great hat again that's been stomped into the dirt. The only yeah, thing that's I remember missing that one. is some dog shit. And then, yes. I, and then I think my favorite is probably the picture of the uh, the guy drinking from a, a glass of milk. And uh, the picture over the picture of the guy, it says you. And over the milk bottle, it says Trump jizz. <laughs> I think my favorite version of the MAGA hat was my uh my kids had one that said make America gay again. Nice. And I totally they wouldn't wear it out uh for obvious reasons. I yeah. mean, we do live in an area that is quite red, and uh, I could see targeted. you getting your ass fucking beat because of it. Yep. But I wanted to wear it. And they were like, no, we can't let you wear it either because you've got a big fucking mouth and mm -hmm. you'll definitely get your ass beat by somebody. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. And it's really not worth it. Just to, you know, show a couple people who aren't going to give a fuck anyway. Yeah, know. it's not going to change them. All they're going to do is that'll just be more fuel for their liberals or trash. That's I why I don't have signs in my yard. That's why I don't have stickers on my vehicles right. and everything. I like don't want to be a target. I don't need my shit fucked up. Yeah, I don't want to be a target. You know, I feel weird about having a, a, a no puppy mill sticker on the back of my car. Not because I would think that anyone would support that. And if they did, uh, <laughs> that would be a strange flex. Let's yeah. be honest. If somebody was like, I like puppy mills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to fuck you up, man. I don't appreciate that. Well, yeah, that would be a really weird thing to beat somebody up. Yeah. About. Strange flex, bro. <laughs> that's not the kind of thing that you want to uh you know to use as a, a starting block for a conversation with me well since we're on the topic of puppy mills i think we should talk about billy speaks uh so that is this uh i found this video called billy speaks b-i-l-l-i um mm -hmm. And the specific video, hold on, I have it here somewhere. All right, Billy speaks. Do cats miss you when you're gone? And the what it is, is it's a video of this cat walking around in this room. And there's this sort of series of little pads, like, like buttons on these mm -hmm. pads. And when you press the buttons, words come out or get or sound out. So the cat walks in the room and goes, where? And then he hits the button that says dad. And he keeps doing this. And he's like, miss dad and wants to cuddle with dad and wear dad and all this stuff. And it's fascinating. Um, but, you know, obviously the skeptic in me is watching this and going, well, there's just absolutely no fucking way. Um, not necessarily because a cat can't have the capacity to understand words because mm -hmm. they do. They respond to words just like dogs do. It's more about the fact that if you've ever tried to train a cat, it's just about the most impossible thing. And they're not going to 
in order to press these buttons, the cat has to recognize a symbol that's on printed on the button. The, the cat has to be able to read. Yeah. And understand the spoken language. Or right. Or I'd like to see them mix the buttons up and then let me see what the cat. Let me see the cat find the fucking the buttons in a live video where you show you moving the buttons and then bringing the cat back in. I want to see yeah. the cat hit the same buttons again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. then I'll believe it. Do I think cats missed us? Absolutely, man. My cats are get super excited when I come home after I've been gone mm-hmm. and climb all over me and purr and everything. Yeah, same with my dog. I believe that they have the capacity to miss you. I believe that they have the capacity to understand certain uh, cues and prompts from us, but I don't mm. think that my cat speaks English, and I don't think this cat speaks English either. It's it's an adorable video. It's cute. I think the yeah. concept is fantastic, but I refuse to. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I just can't. I kind of want to, but you know, uh, a guy I follow on Twitter said today uh, something, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something to the effect of, "If you're superstitious, I understand." I used to feel that way too. And then I embraced science. And that really kind of sums up for me how I feel. It's like, yeah, I do want to believe this because it would be wonderful if I could train my cats to talk to me because I'm always wondering what they're thinking. And I know they're highly intelligent, possibly even self-aware. We don't know about enough about consciousness to be sure, but it sure feels that way if you've had cats, had dogs, had any intelligent animal, birds, you know, anything like that. They have inner lives that are more sophisticated than we know. But I can't just sit here and go, okay, well, my cat can press some buttons and it must be able to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's 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 a fantasy. It's it's what it ends up doing is it's spectacle for the for 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 page views and for ad views and and what it's doing is it's discrediting people who are actually trying to learn how to communicate with animals because that's not an overnight process you don't just stumble into something like this you know this is you know we've been studying consciousness for hundreds and hundreds of years on a modern level and we only understand like a tiny fraction of it Mm-hmm. We're not going to suddenly have some communication breakthrough with a cat. Now, here's what I could believe. I could believe a particularly smart bird could be taught this skill. Yeah. A limited number of buttons. But we've seen birds do things like this. Yes. Yeah. That they have the capacity to do this. And I'm not saying given the proper training and initiative and stuff that something like this isn't possible but i just i I don't know like no like is are all the buttons on one side of that board train or programmed to say where and all the buttons on the other side dad i mean charles mingus the uh famous uh bass jazz composer and uh and singer and everything uh put out a thing on how to train your potty potty train your cat yeah, you so I know shit's possible. Yeah, but this is one of those times that I just—I'm sorry, I—I I, well, don't. There's not enough evidence there for me to go. Yeah, now, like I said, do a live action, like live feed, no cuts, 
and show me moving the button around when the cat's not in the room and show me the cat finding that button. I'm going to be skeptical still, but I'll believe a little bit more like, I don't know, maybe it smells like something that the cat wants. Maybe you're baiting the cat into pushing the button. I don't know. I think ultimately what it comes down to is that you're you're looking at something that doesn't have any scientific proofs to go with it. There's no there's nowhere in that in that thing is there any link to hey, here's how we taught the cat to do this. Yeah. There's no transparency there. So we're just accepted to believe it, expected to believe it, not accepted. <laughs> we're just a stop to tell my lady. Um and and uh that first of all reeks of disingenuousness. You know, if you're really able to provide me with this wonderful proof that you have I would love it broken a barrier in human to animal communication. First of all, that shit would be on international level news. Everyone would be talking about it. Second of all, you'd provide us with studies and information. Here's all my empirical data and proof. Right. <laughs> For it to be peer reviewed and understood. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you wouldn't you wouldn't just provide a uh, video a that is video. yeah, that yeah. is that is spliced together. Again, cute concept, adorable cat. Here's entertaining what, videos. Here's what I would suggest. This cat is an exceptionally smart cat. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the owner has learned or has developed a strong enough rapport training wise with this animal that before the video, she's able to train the cat up to do what is expected of them for that video. Mm -hmm. Because if you watch it, the cat walks up and hits the button twice. Where? Where? Then walks around her and then hits dad. It goes directly to the button, though. Like, yeah, there isn't any. Yeah. Oh, where's that one at? So you know, it's so. evident that the cat doesn't know what it's doing. It's just saying, I remember you wanted me to hit these buttons in order. But it hits the button where twice, which tells me the cat's like, wait, I know I have to hit a button twice, right? And then I get the treat. Mm -hmm. And there's cuts. That's the other thing. Yeah. I think that cat is yeah. getting treats in those cuts. So, I would have my cats say something fucking just absurd and funny if I was yeah. if I was going to do something like that. I'd have the cats be like, fuck yeah, when somebody comes in the house. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just uh, it, it it's a ruse. It's a ruse. That's that's yeah. all that it that's all that I can believe that it is. It, but even like I was saying about the toe training thing, there's people that have used that method and provided it with backup and a backstory and data and everything else that right. uh, it takes three to four weeks. You got to take and like move the litter pan closer to the toilet. And then, and then you eventually put it on it and then, then you, you put it on it with a toilet. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's a whole. Yeah, we looked into it. We ultimately decided we were just not um, patient enough to, to do it because we had a single bathroom in our house at that point. And it was like. You're I'd like to teach me, my dog how to shit in the toilet. That'd be fucking fantastic. He's like, you're <laughs> telling me that every time I need to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I have to take saran wrap off the seat. 
Well, it's not only that, but imagine the number of times, like for me, when I was, you know, there's four people in our house at any given time that could be using the bathroom. Let's mm-hmm. add another X number of cats into that equation too. I'm never going to get to use the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be occupado. Mm-hmm. I can imagine you going in there and the cat's sitting there reading the newspaper. Like what? <laughs> like, bro, hurry up. I got a shit. Wearing like a... Wearing like slippers and smoking a pipe. <laughs> I'm basically picturing that guy. Turn the fan crazy. on. Jeez. Light a match. Oh, right. You don't have opposable thumbs. I get it. How did you open up that newspaper then? Well, I know that like, you know, animals being intelligent. My my neighbor's dog knows how to open fucking doorknobs and can lock doors. I've seen that. If a cat were to it, read the newspaper, you know, what section would they read? Oh boy, that's a good question. Um, I like to think that uh, they would probably read the obituaries to laugh because cats are mean at times. Uh, I don't think they'd have any use for the business section. No, I think they'd cruise down through uh, the the want ads. Yeah, for sure. And the comics. I think the comics would be good for them. The comics particularly particularly garfield and heathcliff and heathcliff yeah 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 uh and i'm thinking probably he they would probably dig on sudoku i don't know why maybe they would understand that cartoon pearls before swine or non sequitur because i never get those (laughs) it's been honestly i don't i can't just to tell you about those comics i know both of them and i have i can't picture a single one (laughs) <laughs> like i i can't you know like if you asked me like prince valiant which is i don't think an interesting comic but a or lot mary worth or well yeah any one of those i can clearly picture the art style mm-hmm. and i can even think of like a particularly well-drawn panel that i liked or comic pearls before I slime was, was a bad example because i actually kind of do get that one sometimes it gets a little a little technical, but I just want to say Pearl's Force Wine, really. But the non sequitur one. Uh, how about the Fusco Brothers? Do you remember that one? I have no idea. Uh, probably one of the worst looking cartoons I've ever seen. And it was like nonsensical shit like Funky Winker Bean was. Oh, Funky Winker Bean. Well, I was just like, do I have to be on a different plane of knowledge to understand what's going on here when I was a kid? I was like, I don't. Why are these, these comics suck? I never liked <laughs> Doonesbury. Here's the thing. I never liked Doonesbury growing up, but now I think I probably would have enjoyed it. I used to laugh was... at Doonesbury periodically because something made sense to me or something that they said. But yeah, I typically was also like, uh, I just skip over that one. Yeah. I don't know. I just never got it. Although later on, um, I found out that uh, there was a character in those comics that was based off Hunter Thompson. Yeah, definitely. And I was like, okay, well then I need to start reading this. And I actually got a couple books from the library and, and I did enjoy it. You know, uh, I didn't read any else, anything else, but the ones with him in it, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, they, he, it was a good characterization of him. And it looked like him. Yeah, it did look like, a, I love, I love it when like every now and then, he will get picked up and put in inserted into some media like the venture brothers you know where in mm-hmm. the venture brothers he had tits yes great 
great kids, fantastic kids, but still on <laughs> Hunter Thompson, just not good. You don't want Venture that. Brothers is fucking pretty legendary. Oh yeah, genius, genius level stuff. That goes into the uh, the lexicon of cartoons that are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, uh, like Rick and Morty and uh, and and shit like that. I'm trying to think of other ones in my. I obviously when I get put on the spot for stuff like this, I can't think. I feel like <laughs> the animated features should have layers of distinction the way that that film and like so you've got like a mo- a flick. A movie, a film, cinema, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, in order of like elitistness, you know, you know, whatever. Uh, so I feel like there should be something like that. Like, I'm trying to think of like good terminology to use. Had it and I lost it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I've been suffering from that myself recently. So, uh, you know, okay, I mean, getting old. Yeah, got the brain fog. I walked into this room with a microphone and a computer, and I wasn't sure what I was there for. <laughs> that's, you know what? That's eventually, that's what our podcasts are going to devolve into. <laughs> Welcome to John and Mike. Hey. I'm, I'm, am I Tom? <laughs> I, yeah, the pause will be even greater for me because I'll have uh, no realization that anything was happening. You are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after like a minute solid, I'll have to edit out a minute and you'll be like, what? (laughs) Oh, we're recording? I had no idea. Oh, my. It didn't say recording. (laughs) Yes, it did. And you pushed the got it button. So shut up. There was a show that uh, fell beyond my uh, below my radar. Apparently, I, I never heard of it. Maybe you have. Uh, it was made in the early two thousands, around two thousand six, called Black and White. Uh, no, where there was uh, two families that one one black family, one white family that they used makeup to turn the black family into a white family and the white family into a black family. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. I really feel like it's something that needs to be watched. And it won it won a primetime Emmy. Really? So it was obviously quality. Hmm. Um, well, as far as the critics were concerned, <laughs> I mean, we know how they go sometimes, but it was called it was called Black White. Black White. I don't see that just seems like that's really a slippery slope. That's like how do you pull that off without pissing everyone off? That's a good question, and that's why it feels interesting to me, and why it's something that I want to look into. Yeah. Uh, when we get when we get done here, I am going to. Apparently, it only ran for five episodes, but I am going to go and see if I can find this somewhere in the uh, in the you know internet driven TV universe because I'm very curious as to how this plays out because I just don't. I uh, I just I can't imagine like how how it does i remember that i read a book uh when we were in school called black like me Mm -hmm. where there's a guy that uh undergoes skin treatments to to make himself darker and uh i feel like if they did something 
similar to what this guy did, it uh, it might make more sense to me. I don't know. Hmm. But it just just bringing it up just as food for thought. Yeah, I. I if I, I can to... find it, I'll report back on it. Yeah, please, <laughs> back on it. Please send me a link because yeah. I'm interested in that. Actually, I, I just. I'll have to look at it with an open mind. My tendency these days is to go when something like that gets purchased to go, wow, that's wow. That's a minefield. You know, I, I mean, yeah, that's not a subject that I want to, that I think anybody should want to broach, but uh, I, I do see the educational well, benefit in it. And um, so it's not, it's not that it shouldn't be broached necessarily. It's just that it needs to be handled so delicately and so finally, and you really need to be able to note the pitfalls in advance so that they don't end up exploding in your face when you're trying to do something. <clears throat> of course, intent is totally a part of it because, yeah. you know, obviously, if your intent is to misinform, then that's a problem. Well, um, my second oldest child is the one who brought this to my attention. And uh, they were of the opinion that that there are some definite um, pitfalls involved <laughs> in this, uh, things that uh, that go wrong and so forth. Uh, I don't know how he's familiar. No, my oh, second, second oldest. oldest. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how. I guess from reading summaries of the episodes, perhaps um, they were able to uh, to infer things, but it just uh, it. Well, now I have to watch this. Picked my interest. I have to watch this now. One season, six episodes. Okay, I thought it said five episodes. I don't know if the one episode was one that was just a... Um, yeah, it must have been a some kind of compilation or closing thing. It might. Yeah. I think we're out of time, buddy. <gasps> I think that we are out of time. So this is going to have to be a story for another time. And it will be one that I will, uh, will update. Thanks for listening to story time with Tom and Mike. I forget how to end the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed enjoyed giving it to you, you. giving it to you. Like, Oh boy. The uneasy feeling of thinking about looking into the black hole that is Uranus. That was brought up again today. (laughs) I think the uh, the fucking title of this episode needs to be Real Americans. 